0: This is Campus Voices, issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, a public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU.
1: Welcome to Campus Voices. I'm Andrew Alvarez, and here today we have Gregory Quick, the president of the eSports RSL. Greg is a senior accounting major and has been playing video games ever since he could remember. The eSports club has had some recent success at the CCL Midwest competition, finishing first in Rocket League and first in League of Legends. Coaching and leading the League of Legends team, Greg Quick was one of the top finishers within the team. Welcome, Greg. Let's dive right into the world of eSports. What is the eSports RSO on campus?
0: So the eSports RSO is supposed to be the community around eSports at Nebraska. So it's not just hyper-competitive, but it's also supposed to be connecting people on campus to other gamers on campus. And then also a part of it is the competitive aspect of competing against other colleges across the nation.
1: Okay, and so how did this eSports RSO get started?
0: Um, It actually got started by somebody named Joey Spot Um, back around three years ago now. He started it as a Rocket League club, and there was also an ongoing League of Legends club. And during this last year, they sort of combined, and the Rocket League Club over time evolved to be every other game other than League of Legends, and then there's the League of Legends Club. They've now combined, and so it's every game possible that could have some esports community around it.
1: Okay, and so what was it like getting started in your role as president? What made you want to be president of the RSO?
0: So last semester I was actually vice president, and that's when Joey Spot graduated. I wanted to be vice president because I feel like The community isn't as big as it could be. Um, There's not a ton of people involved as much as the thousands of people at the university probably could have in the eSports club. So I wanted to try and recruit more people and build out the program to try and make it more competitive and get people more actively involved and like want to participate.
1: Okay. And so how many members do you guys have currently?
0: Currently, we have over 200, I believe. Um, this last fall, we went to the club fair and we ended up getting over 100 members that time, which obviously shows that there is a high demand for joining the club. We have currently 40 people who are prospective that they sent their submission on Envolve and are we're basically waiting for them to message us their Discord in order to accept them. So there is a lot of demand on campus, probably around 300 people actively involved, not counting faculty, alumni, and other college's students mm-hmm.
1: okay and so w- what faculty and alumni are involved in this RSO? so
0: so there wasn't a, a lot of faculty involvement until very very recently the college of journalism ha- has actually gotten a lot more involved there's a few professors and even the dean that has talked about trying to incorporate it more and and the college of journalism has put on esports events there was a mario kart event there were smash events in the past there has been like fifa So they're trying to coordinate with the eSports RSO in order to try and create those events and start streaming Nebraska eSports games.
1: Okay. And so you talked about that competitive aspect, and the College of Journalism, I've noticed, has been getting, you know, like you said, a lot more involved. They're putting on tournaments for students. Do you see yourselves uh, getting more into that? Competitive arena? Like, I know that South Dakota um, State College, I know that they do tournaments for their team in an arena and they have like players playing, they have broadcasters broadcasting it, and they also have an audience. Do you see Nebraska doing that in any time near future?
0: I feel like the near future is the key term there. I don't think it's going to happen in two years. Nah, the university is kind of slow. When I First started becoming involved in leadership back at the League of Legends Club my sophomore year. I was trying to talk to the athletics program because many, many, many colleges across the nation have varsity esports programs that give scholarships and have a lot of support for players. And we don't have that at all here at UNL. And they basically said to me that it would it it's on their radar, but that it has a long time frame. And now that there's been more support from the journalism school, from professors and from the Dean, I think that the timetable on that is going to be a lot sooner, but it's probably going to be three to five years and I'm graduating this year. So it's obviously not going to help me out at all.
1: Yeah. Do you see yourself like sticking around to help out at all or anything like that?
0: Um, I'm moving back to Minnesota. I would want to help out in whatever way the players want me to. I feel like I could still be like a coach. Um, and, like, help players develop in the games that I'm good at. But insofar as, like, being involved in esports at UNL, I don't think I see that as an accounting major in my future.
1: Okay, yeah, and that makes sense. Um, So you're talking about, like, that's – it's on the athletic department's radar to make esports a bit of a more mainstream sport here at UNL. So what is – what is the goals of the RSO to kind of get to that point or like just the little steps? So like adding equipment, and stuff like that, what do you see happening?
0: I feel like the most important part for the university to like deem it worth it is not that we're making money, but rather that the students want it because a lot of extracurricular programs don't bring in money directly to the university, but rather increase the amount of people who want to go to UNL for this specific program. Like for me, it was the fact that Um, UNL had a debate program was the main breaker for me coming here versus some of my other options. And so having a esports program has actually been a reason why some people have reached out to me who are from high school asking about whether or not those opportunities exist at UNL, and that might be a reason why they choose other colleges. So I think our step one was increasing involvement, which I think we've done substantially. And then two was showing that UNL can be competitive at that level against other colleges that already have more support so you talk about South Dakota, there was a recent tournament called Collegiate Champions League for Rocket League, Valorant, and League of Legends. And we had a team in each one. Um, We actually ended up winning the Rocket League and the League of Legends one. And we had a Valorant team the same weekend compete in another tournament and they beat Iowa in the finals. So the fact that we're winning these tournaments against other colleges who are the same age as us, who are probably a better program in that there's faculty, there's arenas, there's literal computers that people can use instead of their home computers. The fact that we're able to beat them means that UNL can achieve that level. Just imagine if there was more support.
1: Okay. And so you said that there was like over 200, there's about 200 members. How do you guys practice with that amount of people?
0: So a high focus of our leadership has been separation. So every single game has somebody in charge of that game. And then if it, if a game has multiple teams, then each team has their own sort of captain that is in charge of scheduling and organization for that team. So that way it breaks it up a lot more. And when you have 200 members spread across eight games, it already starts those, it already starts cutting down those numbers into like more manageable amounts. So I'm the League of Legends game manager. We actually had three teams this past semester, all competing in several different tournaments. One of our teams wanted to participate more, so we found some amateur leagues for them to participate in. And even though I'm the game manager, the organization and making sure scheduling works for all of that was based on the six or seven people that were on the team, rather than me having to get involved every single day. So I think that really helps out on the organization and the execution is separating it out into individual teams, participating in these tournaments, it's on you if you want to participate.
1: Okay. And so you said that there's different teams. What games do you guys compete in?
0: Um, The main ones that we compete in, I would say, are League of Legends, Valorant, Rocket League. We have a pretty good Call of Duty team. Um, And then we used to have an Overwatch team. A little bit of the support for that died down. But basically any game that there is an interest in that somebody wants to be game manager for and wants to make a team, I would be perfectly okay with making that. In fact, this last semester there was somebody named Eric who wanted to have a more involved smash community. And so I actually just made him game manager and we started looking into reserving union rooms. So recently about every two weeks, we've been having a smash community night and I've been shouting it out to all of the discord members and we're having like 15 to 20 people show up and it's actually really cool.
1: Okay. And so like, I guess my question would be, what is it like trying to recruit some of these students that are already on campus do you feel like you're doing enough or do you feel like there's more that can be done
0: i don't think i'm ever doing enough <laughs> um, the issue is is that i'll talk to somebody in one of my classes and it's like oh i just went to this tournament this past weekend and they're like oh i play that game and they have no idea about the existence of nebraska esports as a club at nebraska because let's be honest the club outreach programs go so far as the club fairs that like a 20th of the students here actually attend or actively engage in which means that there is a substantial portion of the students here that don't know any club at all and the outreach programs for that don't really exist and so i've tried to look into a few ways of increasing marketing because i feel like there is a lot of want and demand for it but it just materializing that doesn't really happen very easily. Yeah.
1: And that makes sense just because of like, like you said, the club fairs, it's like one of the only places that you can really go to like market it. Um, I've seen, uh, I think it was Eric. You mentioned him earlier. He was in my uh, public speaking class. Uh, He brought in his like Jersey and stuff like that. Yeah. Could you speak more about like going to competitions and what's that like to be in that position? Like, you know like a football player he's he's getting ready he's getting ready in the tunnel he's like getting hyped what is that like on the esports sports side what is it like as an rso to have that
0: uh experience so i guess i can speak to the personal experience i had this last weekend at uh ccl when we won the league of legends a big portion of it was mental preparedness of just like do i think i can execute on what i've been doing for the past few years like Unique things like not missing CS or warding, keeping track of jungler, keeping all of those things in your mind at the same time as playing in person when I have really never played in person on a League of Legends computer while other people are playing like right next to me with a crowd and hearing casters. Being able to adapt to the noise and not let it get to you, I think is a big reason why we as a team was actually able to win the tournament just because some of our players performed outstanding compared to honestly my expectations and I think I think that was everyone on the team I think that when a football player is like getting hype and they're going through the tunnel I feel like a lot of it is because of the physicality of the sport not necessarily the competitiveness I feel like the competitiveness is always there even in esports tournaments and working with your team in a team environment in order to collectively overcome some sort of challenge from another team who was also trying to win was was really really fun. It was super exciting having we we went we ended up winning 3-1 in a best of 5, having the ups and downs of losing that game or almost losing some of the other games. It was super interesting and I ended up getting a pentakill so I was pretty hyped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what Is something that you hope to see happen, whether that's with the UNL Athletic Department or the College of Journalism and Mass Communication in the near future to make those steps toward scholarships for students, to competing in arenas, maybe at Pinnacle, competing and having a practice room full of gaming computers and gaming chairs. What are those first steps you're hoping to see?
0: I hope to see more support from them. Um, I feel like there is really no involvement from faculty. So having more monetary support for success in order to reward success is something that I think could be instantiated pretty soon. Like it, it doesn't require a, a lot of money from the university to say, well, if you win the highest level in esports, we're going to give you $1,000 because that's not a lot of money to the university, but that's a lot of money to an individual student. So programs like that, Maybe a little bit more support with things like travel and going to tournaments is something that they could focus on, or maybe a little bit more support for the RSO because currently the support is $40 in our RSO softs account, which is why we ended up doing the jerseys that you were talking about earlier in order to raise some money for the club. And I like things like that, where it doesn't require building a new building, buying tens or twenties of computers, 10 or 20 computers I think would show support and would prove that like UNL does care and is going towards that spot versus um, universities like you talked about South Dakota where they have their own eSports arena in order for people to watch people play. That's obviously the end goal in my eyes, but getting there, there's a lot of smaller things that they can do to show support.
1: All right. Greg, thanks for coming on and talking about the eSports RSO with us. Our guest has been Greg Quick, the president of the eSports RSO, and this has been Campus Voices. I'm Andrew Alvarez, and thanks for listening.
0: This has been Campus Voices, issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. To comment on this program, call 402-472-3054 or email to krnu at unl.edu. Campus Voices is a public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU, Lincoln.